0: Donald Trump took the stand in a New York court. And it's Election Day in America. This is The Seven from The Washington Post. I'm Hannah Jewell, in for Jeff Pierre. It's Tuesday, November 7th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. Number one. Donald Trump clashed with a judge in a New York court yesterday. The former president's historic testimony in his civil fraud trial quickly went off the rails. He attacked the judge, government officials who questioned him, and the case against him itself. Trump and his business are accused of a years-long fraud. The judge has already ruled that Trump broadly committed fraud. He now needs to determine whether specific illegal acts happened in the process and decide any potential penalties. New York Attorney General Letitia James spoke to the press outside the courthouse about Trump's testimony. He rambled. He hurled insults. But we expected that. At the end of the day, the documentary evidence demonstrated that, in fact, he falsely inflated his assets to basically enrich himself and his family. Trump could be made to pay $250 million in penalties and be blocked from doing business in New York. His daughter, Ivanka, is set to testify in this case tomorrow. And the former president is still facing criminal charges in four other ongoing cases. Israeli forces are closing in on Gaza City. That's our second story today. Gaza City is the largest city in the Gaza Strip. It's in the territory's north, where Israel says the Palestinian militant group Hamas has most of its strongholds. The past few days have seen some of the most intense fighting so far in a month of war, and dense urban warfare in Gaza City could lead to increased casualties of combatants and civilians. U.S. officials have continued to push Israel for a humanitarian pause on the fighting in Gaza. They say it would allow for the delivery of aid to civilians and help secure the release of hostages. But Israel has said any pause in its bombardment and invasion would only help Hamas. Number three. Abortion rights are on the ballot this election day. Ohio voters are heading to the polls to decide on Issue 1. That's a ballot measure that would enshrine the right to abortion in the state constitution. Since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade last year, voters in several states have backed abortion rights at the ballot box. In Virginia, all 140 seats in the state's General Assembly are up for grabs. Republicans there have campaigned on introducing new limits on abortion access after 15 weeks of pregnancy. And finally, there are two competitive governor races you should keep an eye on today. One is in Mississippi and features Elvis Presley's cousin. Another is in Kentucky, where a Democratic incumbent is fighting to keep his job in a largely pro-Trump state. Number four. A Colorado police officer was found not guilty in the killing of Elijah McClain. In 2019, McClain, a 23-year-old Black man, was stopped by police, put in a neck hold, and injected with ketamine. He lost consciousness during the arrest and was taken off life support three days later. The case helped to fuel nationwide protests against police use of force against Black Americans in 2020. Yesterday, 34-year-old Nathan Woodyard was acquitted of criminally negligent homicide and reckless manslaughter charges. He is the second officer to be acquitted in McLean's killing. A third officer was found guilty in the case last month. The co-working company WeWork filed for bankruptcy yesterday. That's story number five. The decision follows years of staggering financial losses— The company has struggled to rent out its office spaces, and that problem was made worse by the coronavirus pandemic when so many people began working from home. The company warned in August that it was at risk of bankruptcy after recording a net loss of $700 million in the first six months of the year. It suffered $10.7 billion in net losses in the previous three years. WeWork said it has agreed on a restructuring plan that would involve reducing its number of office leases in the U.S. and Canada. At number six, a warning to consumers of dino nuggets and fruit pouches, some of these food products are being recalled. Here's what to know about the nuggets. Federal food safety officials found metal pieces in bags of dinosaur-shaped chicken nuggets from Tyson. They said the fragments could cause serious adverse health consequences or death. As for the fruit pouches, three companies have issued recalls for applesauce marketed for children because they could be tainted with lead. At least seven people have fallen ill. If you want to learn more about these recalls and make sure you're not eating the affected products, click the link in our show notes. NASA telescopes discovered the oldest black hole yet confirmed. That's number seven. Scientists found the black hole inside a galaxy that's more than 13 billion years old. That's according to a report published yesterday. The term supermassive black hole means a black hole that can be many millions or even billions of times heftier than our sun. The discovery of this one helps scientists learn more about one of the mysteries of the universe. That is do supermassive black holes grow gradually or all at once? In the galaxy UHZ1, at least, it was enormous from the get-go. And this black hole is really enormous. It contains as much mass as all the stars in that galaxy combined. One astrophysicist said that this is, quote, absolutely crazy. The discovery is just one more clue about how the universe came to look the way it does today. that's our show for today. If you don't already listen to our afternoon podcast, Post Reports, please check it out. That's where you can hear my colleagues from around the newsroom digging in on exclusive reporting from The Post. Yesterday's show was all about today's elections and what they could mean for abortion rights. Just search for Post Reports wherever you listen to podcasts and be sure to like and subscribe to the show. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll meet you back here tomorrow.